0: Thank you. What's up? Happy Tuesday. How's it going? I'm late. I have kids. That's my excuse. I will use my kids as an excuse until they're 18 and out of the house. Just saying. Now, really, it's not their fault. I was on the struggle bus this morning. It's not even morning anymore. Like, I really have no excuse. This is what I was doing. So what I've noticed about technology is if I try to show someone how to do something on technology or if I try to do something in a hurry with technology, it's like I'm 500 years old and I don't know how to do it. So I'm gonna say what I've done before I forget to plug it. I actually took the time to insert all of my links in the description. So all of my other social media um, platforms are linked below. Check them out. I've been trying to like really dabble in everything and have lots of fun with it. So I would love for you to join me. Um, Meditation, I'm always talking about meditation. Guess who's creating meditations? me and I'm really good at it. I will actually sit down to create a meditation and have no clue where I'm going to take us and just go with the flow. So I've been creating meditations. I put a link to my most recent meditation um, in the description. So check it out. It's really cool, really soothing and relaxing. My meditations are usually like 15 minutes to 15, 20 to a half hour. So if that's too much for you, just like run through the first two minutes or five minutes get into a really nice space, take a deep breath, and just go away. Just go away into the quantum, relax your mind, relax your soul, because this is when we open up a pathway so the divine can flow through us and deliver all of the delicious things that this world has to offer us. Okay, let's get into it. So today, I want to talk to you about how... Very, very important it is to reinforce the positive and the accomplishments with our kids, to reinforce what they have done right as opposed to what they have done wrong. And now some people may say, well, we've got to be realistic. We've got to raise our kids to know that in life, the negative is pointed out to you. And so we have to set realistic expectations for our children. Well, that's bullshit. And let me tell you why. Because as human beings, we naturally have a tendency to focus on the negative. Why? Do you know why? If you're here, say hello, I'm opening my comments. Do you know why we have a tendency to focus on the negative? This is like a maladaptive mechanism for us. We are primitive beings. Our minds are trying to catch up and shift forward, right? Because we are always trying to stay safe. We used to run from tigers, hide from lions. We were always looking over our shoulder to stay safe. This is the sympathetic nervous system guiding our life. That is not where we want to live from. And so when your children are raised in an environment with a natural genetic predisposition to focus on the negative, it is so important that we reinforce the positive because there's plenty of people telling them the negative shit that they're doing, the mistakes that they're making, how many X's they have on their paper, what's going wrong. So as conscious parents, we have got to reinforce the positive. It's so essential. And so what happens is We are born, right? We are born, we come into a society, we go into a school that says, this is what you're doing wrong, fix it. Instead of, this is what you're doing right, enhance it. And so that's when it becomes our responsibility because the way that our brain is wired is that if we continually reinforce the negative these neural connections become very solid. It's called myelination. It's like, a, it's like a web wrapping around the neural connection in our brain, making them really, really solid. So they're very hard to change and disconnect and rewire because your brain wants to be sure and solid, right? And so well, let's take it to the sports arena because we always go to sports, don't we? So what happens is, let's say for instance, Your kid makes a mistake. I'm going to say hockey because I've got two kids that play hockey. They make a mistake out in the rink. They sit down on the bench. The first thing the coach says to them is probably a conversation about what they did wrong and how to improve it. And that's fine. It is what it is. But you know what you get to be? The buffer. You get to be the buffer, you get to be the conscious guide in their life that when they step off the ice, you tell them everything that they did right first and then you take it a step further and if it was a difficult game, it was a bad game, it was a rough game and your kid starts to tell you about all of the bad things that happened, all of the things that went wrong, you get to pivot you get to help them pivot. You get to refuse to have the conversation with your kid about what's going wrong and what went wrong until they tell you at least five things that they did good in that game. Or, and if they can't come up with five, then two that they did good. And then three more that their teammates did good. And so what are we doing when we are having these conversations, when we are refocusing our children we are creating new neural connections. And when you do it, when they're children, it's called neuroplasticity. And we have it as adults, too. We, we have it forever. Our brains can change forever. It doesn't matter how old you are. Um, they used to have us convinced that we were fucked once we turned like 30 or 35. It was all downhill from there. Well, that's not true. That is so not true. You can change your structure, the structure, function neural connectivity of your brain at any age. I don't care if you're 102, you can make a change. But kids are so pliable and moldable. Their brains are neuroplastic. It's like modeling clay. You shape and mold it. And this is why we have to be so intentional about our communication with our kids. So when we start having these conversations and helping our kids refocus at a young age They carry it with them through the rest of their lives. Those connections become myelinated, positive connections, like the opposite of the connections that we had, because our parents didn't really know about conscious parenting. My parents were really young. I was way older, um, birthing children. Not that everybody is. But like we know, we have the knowledge, the knowledge is there. We understand the importance of pivoting of helping our kids to focus. What's up, Dan and Damon? Helping our kids to refocus. It is so huge. because, like I said, and, and you know like some people will say, well, this is like too fluffy, right? This is too fluffy. like let's be realistic. And again, I'm gonna say it again, that is bullshit because we have a natural atten- natural tendency to be hard on ourselves. The world is hard on us because of the way that our society is structured. And so it is not fluff when we are boosting our children's self-esteem and focusing on the positive. There's plenty of other BS going on out there that will help them focus on the negative. And so really it's about a balance, right? It's like that yin and yang, light and dark. You've got plenty of the darkness out there pulling you pulling you pulling you toward your natural tendency and then so if you're the conscious parent over here saying what did you do right oh no no nah, nah. i don't want to hear it tell me what you did right first and then we can talk about what needs to be fixed because then you shift your whole vibration you shift your whole point of focus You you put your brain and your body and your soul in a place where you can actually have a constructive conversation about what went wrong. Because if you have that conversation about what went wrong immediately, do you know what it's infused with? Emotion. Have you ever been in a fight and gotten nowhere? Why do you get nowhere? Because it's all out of emotion because you're operating from your sympathetic nervous system and your all of your blood is like focusing on your vital organs, your your fight or flight. And so you're not reasonable and you're not going to accomplish anything when your kid gets off the ice and they're pissed off because they did something terrible and they're upset and they're throwing their stick and they're raising hell, you're not going to get anywhere. Tell them to breathe, take a drink of water sit down and shut up for a minute and just breathe. Just breathe. You know what happens when you just stop and breathe and smile, like force a smile? You reset your entire nervous system. It seems so simple and it is. It is simple, but it is so powerful. And oftentimes we Minimize the simplicity. It's like, oh, that seems too simple. It can't work. It's too simple. We overcomplicate life. We overcomplicate life. And when you can do something as simple as shift your focus, shift your focus, show your kids how to shift their focus, life becomes so much easier. Life becomes about the positive and not the negative, and you get what you look for. So if you're always reinforcing with your child what went wrong and feeding into their emotion and their negativity, you are teaching them, you are laying the foundation for a brain that looks for and gets the negative. So there's a simple solution point them toward the positive, make it a non-negotiable. That is what I do. So I'll give you a specific example. Yesterday, James got off the ice. He was practicing and there's a bigger kid there that's kind of fucking with him and we're working through it. Um, But he wanted to, the first thing he wanted to talk about was all the drama, everything that went wrong. And the drama is occurring because of his continual focus on it. And I have not been as intentional as I should about shifting his focus. And so when he got in the car and started running his mouth, the first thing I did was stop. Breathe. I want to know five positive things that happened for you on the ice today. Then you can tell me what's going on. Then you can tell me the issue that you're having. But first, I want five positive things that went right. And do you know what happened? He listed the five things, and then he didn't even want to talk about the negative. It fell out of his field. And this is what happens. It leaves your field. And then when you it leaves your field, it is no longer a point of attraction. We are magnets. We either magnetize the bullshit or we magnetize the awesome, beautiful things that are happening in life for you for you. Okay, and so then this is another thing I like to do is after we focus on the positive, and then we and perhaps there's something still there activated, that needs to be discussed. We talk about we talk about it, we talk about it, right, because emotions will get stuck in your body. If your kid wants to talk about it, they need to move it out of their body. But it's about what kind of conversation are you having with them? What kind of conversation are you having with them about the negative? Are you leading them into victimhood in the conversation and feeding into that kind of woe is me feeling this happened to me? Or are you leading them to see how it is all happening for them? What did we learn through this experience? How did this experience serve us to move forward? And so that's like my biggest tip is the kid comes off the ice, off the court, off the field, they want to bitch and complain, stop, refocus, it's a non negotiable, give me five things that went right. Then if it's still active in their field, you let them have the the floor. They talk about what went wrong, but they talk about it in a way that serves them. That is huge, huge. When you can take that within the realm of sports and use it as a tool, it applies to everything in life. These are tools that they will carry with them through relationships, through their work life, everything. Everything can be used to empower everything. It doesn't matter what it is. There is always something beautiful in tragedy, period. No matter how extreme it is, there is always something beautiful. And you may not see it in the moment, but when you look back, don't you always see it? Don't you always see it when you look back? Humanity is pretty damn good about looking back and seeing the beauty in anything. It's in the thick of it that it's difficult. Why? Because it's emotional. Because we jump into it. We don't take the time to breathe and refocus. And so that's our responsibility as parents. That's our responsibility as guides for the future generation, for our future leaders. These are our future leaders. And I love what I'm seeing in the sports world. As far as mindset, I love hearing about, you know, college campuses that are really focusing on, they see an athlete struggling and, you know, the coach is addressing with them. What is going on with you emotionally? What's going on at home? What's going on in your heart? What sort of patterns have you developed in your mind? What sort of internal dialogue do you have? This is huge. I'm so impressed, so impressed with it. It is such a beautiful testament to where we are as human beings, to our conscious expansion. And people can talk mad shit about social media, but this is a huge reason why. We are so interconnected. And it can either, social media can either serve you in a way that disconnects you, from the world, right? That really puts you in isolation where your face is in your phone all the time, or it can really connect you in a way that serves you because there is so much knowledge out there. It cannot be hidden from us anymore, can it? We are so interconnected. There is so much empowering information out there. You just have to look for it. It's all about your focus always about your focus. And so I noticed that when I restructured my social media, when I blocked all the bullshit, all the people that talk negative, bring me down, block, block, block. Do not be afraid to block people. And not being afraid to block people on social media serves you in your entire life. Because no is a full sentence. No is a full sentence. And when we start removing the people who don't serve us in our lives from our field, it changes everything. And you teach your children. You're teaching. They're always modeling us. Always modeling us. And so always focus on the positive first. It's not fluff. It's not fluff. Fluff. We are naturally wired to focus on the negative. The world teaches us to focus on the negative. So if you can be that one super fan, which I bet you are, I'm sure you are. I, this is all, it's always a reminder, right? It's always I'm not ever speaking down to you. I'm speaking to myself, too, because I need the reminder. But it's like always be the number one fan. Because there's plenty of other bullshit pulling us down in the outside world. Plenty, right? Okay. well, that's my terrific Tuesday message. Check out my other social media links in the description. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining me. And as always, I am here to remind you because it is my mission. My mission is to inspire. This is what I do. Um, I love it. Freaking amazing. What an awesome gig. Like I could not be more grateful for being here with you sharing space and time. I appreciate you so, so deeply that you are unique. And I'm not just saying that you really are unique. Everyone has a Carry a unique code within us that is unlike any other code, any other frequency, any other genetic, um, any other energetic blueprint. None are the same. And you came to serve like we are on this planet at this time to serve on some level and the level of service, the space of service that you are meant to come from is what lights you up. It's not anything out of, outside of what feels good to you. And so when you can stop and start to mold your life around what lights you up and serve from that space and quiet so that the divine can tell you, can lead you, what's the next step? It just takes you closer and closer to your joy. But it takes you there in a way that you can't possibly wrap your mind around because it's so much more amazing that you can even fathom. So step through your fear, start sharing your message, start sharing your zone of genius because when you're inspired, you are only inspired through the desire of others. This is the beautiful web we call life. We are all connected. We are all one. We are all gently pulling on and pulling for one another. So start speaking out, speak out, speak up. I love you so much. Have an absolutely amazing, terrific Tuesday. Love you, love you. Bye-bye.